welcome you to this episode of Pete Speaks with Grace. Pete is Deacon Pete Raft, a deacon in the Archdiocese of Atlanta, and Grace is Dr. Gina Grace Charles, who is a doctor in English literature and currently working on her doctorate in practical theology. Very smart, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This podcast is intended to entertain and speak about our Catholic faith. You know, we hope you, our listeners, enjoy your time with us and take away some good information as you navigate this beautiful world we live in. We don't have any sponsors right now, so I'm not going to talk about a sponsor. If you would like to sponsor our program, please email either Pete or Grace at our name, Pete or Grace, at PeteSpeaksWithGrace.com. We're very easy to get in touch with, or you can visit our website, www.PeteSpeaksWithGrace.com, and fill out a form. There's two things you can fill out there. One is uh, just information to us, and we'll read it. Second, our prayer requests, and we would um, love to add your, your specific prayer request to our show. The best way you can help us is to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, download our podcast and subscribe on your favorite platform and share that you like us on your Facebook page. If you don't like us, don't share us. (laughs) (laughs) Share that you like us on your Facebook page so other Catholics can discover our podcast. You know, Grace, I was thinking about my family and... The number of times in my lifetime I've had to ask my brothers and sisters for forgiveness. (laughs) It does. So I have six brothers and sisters. So that's a lot of um, a lot of forgiveness. And I can tend to be a um, instigator of problems in the in the family. Uh I can't imagine that. So I was thinking about this story from a while back, only a couple years ago. And uh, I think you'll find this really interesting. It has to do with uh, forgiveness. Uh So this story began, um, I don't remember if if it was one of my brothers, and I won't give a name, I'll protect the name, but it was one of my brothers. And I I don't remember exactly what we were fighting about, but it was over text messaging. So it was on the phone we're texting each other. It was probably about fantasy football, to be honest, something really <laughs> stupid. We're texting each other, and we're getting into this heated argument. And it's amazing how heated something can get over text messaging. <laughs> Digital revolution. <laughs> I told him, um, I'm never going to speak to you again. And he said the same to me. In fact, then he called me and he said, I mean it. I am never ever speaking to you again. Now, in this particular (laughs) case, you know, it it really wasn't very funny because I had never seen him this angry at me before. Mm -hmm. It was my younger brother. Mm -hmm. And um, it was so serious, in my opinion. In fact, we hadn't spoken to each other for a few days. Oh, my gosh. You know, I think I might have really damaged this relationship. Maybe I won't ever speak to him again. So I, I actually prayed... You know me. I prayed, and I I just prayed that God would lead me to uh, a way to ask him for forgiveness. Now, it just happened that week. On um, a Thursday morning, I was flying to Nashville, and we were staying at the op- I was staying at the Opryland Hotel. Mm-hmm. 
It's a huge hotel if nobody's ever, if you've ever been there before, it's a, ma- a huge hotel. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of rooms, mm-hmm. dozens of restaurants. It takes 15 minutes to walk from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. You could be there, Grace, and I could be there, and we would never cross paths. So I go to check in at the hotel on this Thursday, and uh, the desk clerk says, Mr. Raft, you're, you are already checked in. I said, really? I just got here. There's no way I can be checked in. Can you, can you look again? And they said, oh, I see what we did. You're Peter Raft, and we checked you in as, and it was my brother's name, Raft. So what they did was they checked my brother into my room. That's what they did, yes. So um, they said, we'll fix it real quick. We'll just switch it over. Now you're checked in, and you you know you can go on your way. So, so you were given his room? So I was given his room. He was given my room. Neither one of us would have known, known about right. the mistake. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the brilliance of God, <laughs> all right, or the brilliance of the Holy Spirit. Like you were praying that God will give you a situation where you could patch up with him, and this came. Yeah, I was actually hoping God would just fix it. Uh-huh. But what God did was he gave me a situation, right. an opportunity. Mm-hmm. He gave me this opportunity now where my brother didn't know I was there. <laughs> I knew he was there, right. right? So it was my opportunity to seek him out and ask for forgiveness. So what I did was, first I thought about it. I wasn't sure I wanted to do this, but I decided, hey, I'll call him up. So I called him up and um, he answered the phone and I said, you're not going to believe this. I am in the same hotel you are. <laughs> so the hotel is in Nashville. My brother lived in Chicago. I lived in Atlanta. I just want to add that because that's important. We're all we're from different places. So we just happen to be in the same place at the same time. At the same time. To make a long story short, we met each other. I asked for forgiveness. He asked for forgiveness. We forgave each other. And then we watched Monday night football. It was Thursday night. So Thursday night football with one another and um, enjoyed time together. Wow. Wow. So that happened the same week. It happened the same week. So the argument happened on the weekend. And then on Thursday was when this this occurred. Wow. (laughs) I think it's amazing how... God gave us this opportunity to forgive one another. And God gave the heart to forgive. That's most important, right? Right, right. And that's where grace comes in. So today we're, we're gonna, going to focus this podcast on forgiveness. You know, the reason I bring up this story is because so much of our forgiveness um, falls within our family structures. You know, how hard is it for us to forgive a spouse or a parent, especially if they did something really harmful to us? Um, you know, I was thinking this situation with my, my brother got resolved in less than a week. I've had many more of these, by the way. I remember a situation with one of my other brothers where I was on Facebook and I made a comment about his wife on um, some political view she had. 
My brother got so <laughs> mad at me. Basically, he said, you are not allowed to make any comments about spouses. Spouses are off limits. Anyway, I felt so terrible. I actually had flowers delivered to my sister-in-law. Dude, that was sweet of you. <laughs> I did. Beautiful I did. It was, um, I wanted to get rid of that guilt quickly. I did not want that to fester. Because what would have happened if... If I hadn't done anything and I just said, hey, get a thicker skin, right? So get a grip. I didn't do it. I, I just made a comment. And maybe my sister-in-law would never even um, speak to me again. Yeah. Maybe my sister-in-law would have a terrible attitude about me. So I think it was better to ask for forgiveness. So that would have just spoiled the relationship with that family. So, so Grace, this is really universal. Forgiveness is a um, something that touches the heart of every listener we have. We all have somebody we can forgive. Not only that, there will be really, you know, serious issues of forgiveness that many of us, most of us, might be facing. But not only that, there are many subtle issues. Like, for example, our spouses, our parents, our children, people who we are really close, and then. We, we don't even notice that there's a problem in that relationship. Relationship would be really good. But then we know that there were incidents, words, approaches, attitudes, something that might have hurt us. And we might not have forgiven them totally. So the relationship is not the very best. But um, by forgiving or identifying those things in our personal lives, subtle lack of forgiveness, and then asking forgiveness or either in person or just in our prayer to the, with the Lord, right? right? Getting healing for those areas can actually help our relationships a lot. I mean, so, the, so there are two aspects of forgiveness. One is a real, real hurt and, you know, people whom we do not speak at all, sort of, I mean, aspects of forgiveness. And the second is subtle areas in our very close and successful relationships, which might actually suffer a little bit here and there because of a lack of forgiveness. Both these should be tackled because both these need grace from heaven. I think we can also have troubles in forgiving ourselves. Exactly. Very, right? very true. Very true. You know, we um, very often people, you know, I could think back, uh, a, a question I might ask a, a teenage, a group of teenagers is, do you have a regret? If you could, if you could go back in time and change something, would you? <laughs> and very often, you know, most of us could probably think of something in our lives that we would change, and it usually has to do with with an area of our own self where we're having trouble forgiving ourselves. Something where we've 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 done wrong, or we've wronged somebody, and we just regret doing it. It's very hard to let that go over time. Oh, really, Peter? You know what? That's a very important aspect. Even, even in our self-esteem, identity as a child of God, it all, it all will be marred, you know, um, because of this lack of forgiveness that we have against ourselves. That's a very, very powerful insight, in fact. Probably what many of us, many of us do not even know that we do not forgive ourselves, right? So we always hear from the Bible, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So if we need to forgive others, we also need to forgive ourselves first. That's there, because if we are so unforgiving towards ourselves, 
we, we, we won't even know how to forgive other people. And also this major thing, many of us do not forgive God. So sometimes we would say, oh God, why did you allow this in my life? And then after some time, because we are good practicing Catholics, we think, okay, forget about it. God, we are one, right? But we haven't forgiven God for what has happened. We are still questioning or maybe we just um, try to, you know, diminish that pain aspect from our relationship with God. But then sometimes we should say, God, not that I forgive you, but, you know, walk with him to see what his intention is. But this lack of forgiveness towards God, which are, which surfaces as a sort of complaint against God, that can remain, right? So that will just take away the beauty of the relationship with God. It feeds into that conversation um that question, if God is good, why does, he lo- why does he allow this to happen to me? Why does he allow pain and suffering? Why- and I don't know that we're going to be going into that in this podcast. Yeah. Maybe we will. We will, not today, but not today. probably next episode should be about that, the Odyssey. We will. Um, Soon. We'll talk about that, Grace. <laughs> 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 but I will admit, you know, as a deacon in the church, I cannot hear confessions. But I do have many, many friends who are priests, and they will say that um, people struggle with their own sin, and they struggle with the forgiveness they receive from God, even in reconciliation. So, so in reconciliation, your sin is forgiven 100%, as long as you give a contrite you confession. You mean confession, right? Confession. Sacrament of confession. In the sacrament of confession, I'm sorry. So your sin is forgiven, but many people will go back and confess the same sin again. I once heard Cardinal Dolan say, we have to be careful not to commit the sin of pride by not accepting the forgiveness that God has given us. It's because, oh, I thought they're repeating the same sin. It's not that they're repeating, but they're just repeating the confession of the same sin. Basically, yes. They're repeating the same sin. So it's like 20 years ago, I did this. Now we're not doing that. You just remember that sin and you're confessing it again and again and again because you do not believe in the forgiveness that you receive. It could be a, um, a parent who's passed passed away. So a person has a lot of regret maybe in, in the relationship with, they have with that parent. So they're confessing that sin. They're saying, hey, I, I was a, you know, a terrible child or my mom and I or my dad and I had this terrible relationship or we butted heads. And they receive forgiveness, but they can't forgive themselves. Mm-hmm. So, they, so, it, so it sticks with them. So today, let's speak about how do we forgive us, ourselves, others, forgive God, like mainly forgiveness, right? So how and do what, we- does the, what does Jesus say about this, or the Bible? Yes. What does it teach us? Does, does Jesus teach us about forgiveness? Of course, but then, you know, Pete, probably we should divide this into two aspects. One is, why should we forgive? That's probably what we write of, you know, we'll get that from the Bible, like mm-hmm. right from our Father the Lord's Prayer, but uh, where does it say how to forgive or you know, what actually works behind forgiveness? All right, so when it, when it comes to why we should forgive, obviously Jesus says, forgive your brother. When your brother comes to you, should I forgive him? I think Peter says, should I forgive him seven times? Jesus says, 
seven times 70 times. Most of us have heard that story. We know what it means. You know, we know it's important to forgive others. But there's other examples in the Bible as well, even in the Old Testament. Right. Especially in the case of David, um, David and King Saul, right? So Saul is constantly harassing David, constantly causing problems to him, even trying to kill him, trying to oust him from the kingdom. But David always is able to forgive, and that's like a supernatural forgiveness. Okay, stupid question. Their relationship, David and Saul? So son-in-law, but later on. Son-in-law. Yeah, but that's not the primary relationship. David was this young kid who came and killed Goliath and actually you know, helped the kingdom. And, and also Saul, whenever he was under the attack of a demon, David would come and play his harp. So many, many levels of... So Saul was the king. I mean, not everybody that's listening to us knows <laughs> right. all these details, right. right? So Saul was the king. David was like the um, apprentice. Right. And David would be called in to soothe Saul. He would be called in to do things. But then Saul had this temper towards David. Right. So who was forgiving who? David was trying to forgive Saul? Yeah, always, right? And Jonathan fits in how? Jonathan is Saul's son. He's the heir to the kingdom. Ah, so, so Jonathan is Saul's son. And, you know, if I have a straight, you know, Jonathan was, hey, my dad is not being very just to, uh, to David. David. So Jonathan took it upon himself to identify, hey, my dad is a little bit crazy here when it comes to David. He's going after David. And Jonathan would, would um, became, become David's confidant right. and start to protect him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. All right. So they had a relationship where they trusted one another. Did David ever forgive Saul? David always. So there was this opportunity for David to retaliate to Saul. Saul was sleeping and David could have actually killed him, but he didn't do that. Right? So, I, I mean, it's a supernatural grace. It's not, I can, I can, because when we walk this life with Jesus, we can see that we get the grace to forgive. So when I read David, that's what I feel. It's not just natural, because natural human instinct would be, oh, he, he did this to me, I have to retaliate. But this is like a grace from heaven that David had. And then Jesus, God says, this is a man after my own heart. That's what he says about David. And that's very true in the case, especially when we see his relationship with Saul. When it comes to forgiving others, we are given this grace from God and we're, given, we're taught from Jesus mm-hmm. that, um, that forgiveness is really a key attribute that one person must have in order to get to heaven. God forgives us of our sins, so we, we have an obligation to forgive others. Right, and one another thing that I notice in the Old Testament, we read, there is a sort of retaliation allowed because of the barbaric nature of people at that time. But gradually, till we reach Jesus, when the law really changes, because God himself reveals his own nature through Jesus, till then, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth was okay, (laughs) right? Because at that time, it was not just eye for an eye. Eye for, if one person takes my eye, I'm going to, my troop, my whole clan will come and destroy the whole clan because they took my eye. It was like that. Mm -hmm. It was like the Godfather. Yeah. So in the Godfather, there's this 
is massacring of clans, right? So that was the nature of people. And then the Lord gave this commandment to curb that tendency in Israelites because they were chosen race, till Jesus came to make it all universal. So till then they were having eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But when Jesus came and revealed the true nature of God, it becomes forgiveness. Show your right cheek, left cheek, and all those things, right? Because in Jesus, the true nature of God, people cannot retaliate in anything. We just forgive. That is, a, that is what Jesus teaches us, and that's the grace that he gives us freely because he himself forgives. Right on the cross he says, what does he say on the cross? He says, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So he's giving us that same personality and asking us to do the same thing that he did. It's a good test. He gave me a good test there. <laughs> Passed, A+. Plus. So some practical lessons. How should I forgive? First, I think we should consider how good God is towards us, towards me. Um, he forgives my sins. God gives me an opportunity to go to confession. God gives me an opportunity to pray. God gives me an opportunity to discern my sinfulness and to, to, um, to read about how Jesus promotes forgiveness. Also, you know that uh, gospel in uh, Matthew's gospel, chapter 18, where Jesus tells about the parable of the king who forgives the debt of a servant who doesn't forgive the debt of another fellow servant, right? Right. So, so God can forgive us, but we still can have a tendency not to forgive, just like the, that wicked servant. Yeah, so that was in chapter 18, right after Jesus made that statement about how, how many times we should forgive, seven times 70. Right. In fact, he was probably saying that parable in relation to the questions about forgiveness. So that's, that's, so what you told is spot on because that is a first condition or that's a first insight that we get about forgiveness because God forgives me. God forgive that servant. So being co-sinners, like fellow servants, we need to forgive each other. And also I sometimes wonder, you know, when it's sometimes in, in my personal life, when it becomes difficult to forgive another person, I, I have this uh, consideration. I would think, what is the um, significance of this person, this event, this incident that caused me so much pain? How much valid it would be in, the, in eternal life? Most probably we all will know in 10 years' time, these things will not have any impact on our lives, right? Most of the situations of uh, giving and receiving forgiveness, most of the things that can hurt us will not remain like that forever. It's going to change even in this life. So sometimes I would think, how, would, how will that be in eternity? Or how will that be when Jesus comes, second coming of Jesus, right? When he comes, will it be valid? Will, will I hold this, this much pain at that time? Because that is the ultimate test. We are all going to stand, that person who hurt me, myself, everybody else, we're all going to stand before God. So at that time, will this have that much impact? Most probably no, right? So that is one reason that helps me to, you know, just ignore it or just forgive it, just let go, because it doesn't count as much as I think right now. Yeah, I think you can look at, um, consider regret, so when somebody, you see this maybe with parents, a parent is, um, is now elderly, a child has um, 
has a situation where they've been angry at that parent for years and years and years. They haven't maybe even spoken with that parent. And then the parent becomes elderly and there's a lot of regret that sets in. Sometimes that parent dies. And then there's lots of regret because now, now you can't go ask for that forgiveness. And we see that, we see that at funerals, we see that at wakes and it's like you said, I mean, sometimes you don't even know why you were mad at that person in the first place. So you really need to look into the future. One another thing that uh, helps me to forgive people is that how much God loves them. So God loves me, God loves that person. Holy Spirit dwells within me, Holy Spirit dwells with the other, within the other person too. So how can, how can Holy Spirit hate Holy Spirit? Impossible, mm. right? So considering that element of indwelling of Holy Spirit within us, that helps me a lot. Sometimes also, how much God loves that person. So how can I hate a person? How can I not forgive a person whom God loves so much? That gives me help. That helps me to consider that person in another light. Like this is a person whom Jesus likes and Jesus made everything beautiful and he likes it. So I should love that person too. You know, I was thinking too about um, the overall greater good. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I mean by that? I was thinking about this situation at work. So my boss was bothering me and I was probably bothering him. We're, we're getting on each other's nerves, <laughs> all right? That happens sometimes. That happens, yeah. So we're, we're in a meeting, and we're button heads, and he's saying, I don't agree with you, and I'm saying, well, I don't really agree with you, right? And honestly, we weren't that polite to one another, but we made our feelings known to each other. So we were being truthful to one another in that situation. Now, I could have stormed out, said, I'll see you tomorrow or I'll <laughs> see you next week, stormed out and aggravated, um, the, situation. Had aggravated the situation. I could have held a grudge. Mm -hmm. But instead, when that meeting ended, I went into his office and I said, you know, um, I'm sorry that I acted that way. Right. I know we disagreed with one another, but I'm sorry that I, I maybe I went a little over. And in all honesty, he said, no, you didn't. It was fine. Uh -huh. And I'm sorry I did it as well. I'm sorry. We, I, I mean, he basically he said, I'm sorry I argued in front of some other staff members. Uh -huh. But we forgave each other really almost instantly. That was good, both of you. And then we talked about our families. And we maintained our friendship moving forward. So sometimes the situation of forgiveness is, is for the greater good. That brought our, you closer. It, it may bring us closer. And the greater good there is that, hey, we both have families. We both are, we're friends. Our friendship is more important. Yeah, that's, that's good. You know, that's, a, that's again the grace of God who gives us power to forgive, right? Another thing that I, I sometimes, again, you know, um, there was one instance in my life when one person hurt me and uh, suddenly, you know, that, that person was speaking something really harsh, but suddenly I had this great, this feeling within me, you know, how much can we human beings actually hurt each other? 
we are capable of this right and that was like a very strong thought for me we we human beings are capable of saying harsh things to each other about each other and that gave me great grace to forgive that person because i felt compassion and also i felt oh i, I was you're not talking about pushing buttons you know like <laughs> like i know my little sister really well and i might be able to push her button <laughs> <laughs> Right? I know what to say that's going to get her mad at me. It's not, not, is that, that what you're talking it's about? It's not that. You're talking about the internal wretchedness that we have as human beings? Yeah, oh yeah. Because we all are capable of hurting others. We all are capable of sinning, right? Mm-hmm. We all have this rough um, nature within us. So when I realized that in another person, and when I also looked into myself and saw that I could do the same, right? Then that gave me a grace to forgive that person with compassion, This is what we are. We all tend to do this and then there's a solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great time for us to uh, move on to email. Yes. Yes. All right. So this first email comes in and it's actually a little bit fun. It's just asking something personal about us. Yes, it would like to know Pete and Grace, do you have any pets? I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> you have no pets. I, we used to have, and I had a dog bite, and then we, after that, no. <laughs> yeah, when the dog bites the hand of its owner, that's not good. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, um, I have a dog. He's uh, 90 pounds. Wow. He's a golden doodle, and his name is Dax, D-A-X. I call him Daxy. Sometimes I call him Doodle. The greatest thing about a dog, two things. I mean, this may be stupid. One is a dog shows unconditional love. So when it comes to forgiveness, a dog will always forgive. So here's what happens. I may go to work. I leave the dog in the house for nine hours. I come home. He's going, oh, finally you're home, right? <laughs> you don't even care that I've been gone for nine hours. He acts like I, he, he just acts like I'm the most important person in his world. Right. And if I, if I leave for five minutes, I come back, same thing. Mm-hmm. So this unconditional love. So there's for, this great expressiveness. Great expressiveness. Tail wagging, yeah, you yeah. know, just um, it has to be with you no matter what. The interesting thing is a dog backwards is God. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right, right? So if you want to know how does God teach unconditional love, God gave us an animal to show us. Hmm. Just flip his name, the dog. That's true. Most expressive animal, most probably, right? Very expressive. Most, uh, other than um, other than uh, other than speaking with cat owners, the dog, <laughs> the dog is the greatest pet. <laughs> All right, what do you have, Pete and Grace? You got an email for us? Yeah. So the question is, did you go to a Catholic school? Either of you, any of you? Very interesting. So I am a cradle Catholic. I went to uh, Catholic grade school and Catholic high school. I never had a lapse in my Catholicism. Did that help you in any way? It did because the Catholic school had a higher education level in the area. 
Now, I don't know if that's the case anymore because the public school system has gotten better, but I was in the uh, Catholic school system in the 1970s. And in the 1970s, the, uh, that, that education was um, a higher level. And virtually all students went to college. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Me too. So I, w- I was born and brought up in India. So I had um, uh, um, pre-K Catholic nuns, Carmelite nuns. And then until my grade school was another school that was also run by nuns, what I learned, and also my university, everything was Catholic. When I got into my PhD in MPhil and all those high studies, then it was normal, normal university, right? So, but all this experience with different nuns, especially, helped me a lot in the sense I saw firsthand how they love Jesus. That just, without saying, oh, you love Jesus, they don't need to say that to me. They just need to live their life. And when I saw that, we can love God like this. We can, you know, dedicate our lives to Him like this. That just made such a great imprint in my life. It's never gone. I, I know, I know. It's this is a life that we need to lead, right? Loving God and living for Him. All right. So you had a different experience with the nuns than I did because I was <laughs> running from the nuns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna wrap this podcast up with prayer. Yes. All right. And. Um, I think today the best, you know, we're still we're still working on uh, acquiring prayer requests from our audience. Today we don't necessarily have those prayer requests, um, so we're still waiting on that. And you'll see that in future podcasts. But for right now, we know people who are listening. There are, are many who are in a situation where they're seeking forgiveness from somebody, and they don't know how to ask for that forgiveness. They don't know how to approach the person. Maybe a lot of time has gone by. There's hurt the other way around, where they feel like they've been they've been hurt by somebody, and they they wish that person would ask them for forgiveness. And many um, many would just like to put the hurt that they have in some personal relationships behind them. Um, I think it's a a an area that where prayer will really help us and grace. Um, Just pray. I ask you to pray. Let Just us pray. pray. Come Holy Spirit, these moments into our lives, in the life of everyone who's listening to this, watching this, and in our personal lives. We pray that your grace of forgiveness come and fill us, giving us a strength the knowledge that you are with us and you are giving us this grace. We receive the grace of forgiveness from you, O Holy Spirit. We bring before you every single person who has hurt us, whom we cannot forgive. We see them made in the image and likeness of Christ. We accept them as co-sinners like us, weak, sinful and wretched, with a hard-heartedness just like each of us have, that makes all of us equal. So we cannot hold a grudge against that person because that person is just like me. We place them before you, Holy Spirit. Cover us with your love, that we love them with compassion, with kindness, 
just as you, O oh God, have forgiven us, that you have blotted out all our transgressions in your mercy. How can I not love my brother and when I have received so much of forgiveness from you, O oh God? We pray for all the past incidents, happenings that still are trauma in our hearts. We pray that your healing will be released into our lives. That your power of deliverance will come into our lives. That we'll be one with people who have hurt us. That we hold their hands and just as Jesus said, Father, they do not know, so forgive them. Oh, Father, we receive these people who have hurt us, wronged us, violated us, and we place them before you because they do not know. We also ask your forgiveness for every person whom we have hurt, we have injured in many ways, we have violated many people. Abba Father, forgive us and help those people to forgive us as well in this great walk together towards eternity. May we all be united in that forgiving love that flows from your heart, O oh Jesus. Blessed Mother, we seek your intercession because you were able to forgive all those people who hurt your son right in front of you, crucified him, mutilated him. Oh, Blessed Mother, give us this grace. Give us a share in your virtue of forgiveness. As we pray together, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So um, that was a good podcast. First of all, if you have some feedback for us, put it in the comments. Please subscribe to our channel. We really need that. We're begging you for that, by the way. Please subscribe to our channel. Put comments. Uh, send us email. If you have an idea for a future program, send us an email. We would uh, love to hear it. And uh, our, our ideas, you know, sometimes sometimes we we did not know we were doing this topic until a couple of days ago. It just, um, the Holy Spirit fed it to us. Yeah. In fact, we received this update, CNN. Don't you remember that? Yeah, we got that thing from, uh, we got a, an update from CNN and it was all about forgiveness. So that was like a confirmation we have to go for it right yeah. so we ask if you would like to hear us discuss about something please let us know that everybody have a great week we'll see you in our next podcast see you bye bye